I would like to begin this broadcast by acknowledging the Awabakal people, the traditional custodians of the land on which we gather here today. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners. The Newcastle Live and Local Music Show! You, you heard it first here on Newcastle Live Radio. It's my absolute pleasure to welcome you to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. My name's Bonnie and I feel so lucky to be here today because there have been so many people before me that have really championed the Newcastle music scene, including Newcastle Live. But uh, today on the inaugural show, we have so much planned. So basically the first person that we're going to welcome into the studio is none other than Piper Butcher, one of the top singer-songwriters that we currently have in Newcastle. We will also be chatting to Abby Yo, who took out the Steel City 50 here on Newcastle Live last year, which means that her song was voted the best song of 2021. That's pretty big. We're also going to be chatting with Aaron White and Chloe Parker, who will be performing alongside Abby Yo at Live and Local at Lazard's this Wednesday night. We're going to hear some live tracks and we're just going to listen to 100% local music and celebrate the incredible talent that we have right here in Newcastle and The Hunter. So I hope that you enjoyed the very first show and uh, thank you so much for joining me. Feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram at liveandlocal underscore lazots and uh, we can celebrate this great music together. But come on, there's been enough of a wait. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show with Bonnie, only on Newcastle Live. It is my absolute pleasure to welcome our very first guest, local singer-songwriter, one of the best in the biz here in Newcastle, Piper Butcher. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Bonnie, so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you here. It's always awesome to chat to you. You're so articulate, uh, which means that I have to up my game. (laughs) The pressure's on. (laughs) Definitely. So you've been gigging in pubs since the age of 12. Yeah. Uh, what's it like looking back at how you were when you first started and what are the biggest differences that you can see in yourself as a performer and a person? That's a, that's a great question. You've definitely upped your game. My goodness. <laughs> now i got to think. <laughs> that's great. Um, I mean, looking back then, I really didn't know much about the industry and, and saying that, you know, I'm, I'm nearly 18. I'm still learning. Mm. I mean, everybody's still learning day to day. But uh Back then, you know, I was doing mostly covers and I was trying to find myself and my sound and I feel like I've got that down pat a bit more. I feel way more confident in the music that I'm giving out and that's something that took me a long time to learn but Mm. it was a a long and prosperous journey and I feel like I've I've found a bit more of a place now. But uh, I think with uh, playing in different pubs and, and different venues, you know, Newcastle and outside of Newcastle, it's helped me form different types of relationships, whether it's with different musicians or venue owners and different parts of the industry, which has helped me gain more confidence and learn more about the industry itself. Yeah, fantastic. So when you first started, did you feel like uh, when you were looking for your sound, did you feel like you were trying to put yourself in all sorts Absolutely. of different spots to yeah. see what fit? 
That's exactly right. You know, there was such, uh, and there still is like this big stigma of, you know, pigeonholing into different yeah. genres and stuff. And <laughs> I mean, I was talking to a couple of people not too long ago about this and a lot of people are having the same idea that there, there shouldn't be pigeonholing. There should just be, you know, good music and then not so good music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ev- everything is good music because someone's put their heart and soul yeah. into it, you know, which is really great. But I, I really don't think, you know, especially looking at my music and the stuff that I've released, it's got a bit of country. It's got a bit of rock, a bit of blues. It does, yeah. It's got a bit of everything. And, um, you know, my, my latest release, I put it under singer-songwriter going into iTunes Ooh. because that just means anything you want it to mean. <laughs> so it's great. I didn't have to put this big label on it. And um, it was good to be able to reach as many people as possible with that, yeah. There is such a big thing about that happening. Definitely, definitely. And I think the last time that we spoke to you on The Good Stuff... Uh, we were actually talking about being genre fluid. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> being genre fluid. Yes. I love that. It's so positive. It's it's such a great term to it use. It is. It <laughs> is. So you have supported a huge list of major national and international artists. And last year, you released your debut EP. At just 17 years old, you seem to be years beyond your actual age with experiences and professionalism. What are some of the biggest lessons that have stuck with you uh, from over the years? Well, firstly, thank you. That's very kind. <laughs> it's um, just an observation. Seriously, <laughs> you blow me away. Oh, uh, just how you. professional you are. It's incredible. Try, try my best. You know, some people catch me on the outside and I'm a bit wacky, but I mean, <laughs> that's, that's good. That comes. <laughs> um, some of the biggest lessons I've learned, I mean, probably one of the biggest ones is to think before my mouth starts talking <laughs> <laughs> in that sort of way. I've said some interesting things on stage and I've came off and they said, yeah, you shouldn't do that ever again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, there was one artist and, um, you know, I commented on how he'd wee his pants and he was quite old. Yeah. And um, the, the people said, actually, you know what, you shouldn't say that because he might, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. So um, I've definitely learned to, to think and mm. um, <laughs> that's that's been one of the bigger ones. But I think, um, and, you know, coming back to what I was saying before, different venues and different people, learning to be as positive and as humble and kind Mm. as possible to any person because you don't know a story you know you don't really know someone after meeting them once or twice yeah definitely not I mean with these bigger artists I've I've had a lot of inspiration from them you know I opened for Casey Chambers in December I I believe it was either 2020 or 2021 time's getting away from me (laughs) but um, I I did that and just to see someone like her and, and many other acts but she was just so humble so down to earth and I I took a lot in from that experience just to know that it's okay you know they're they're these big acts and they've done so much over their career and there's a reason that they're still around and to take a lot from what they've done and what they're doing now. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So last Thursday, you celebrated the anniversary of your EP, which is called September. How does it feel being a year on from that release? Oh, it's absolutely ridiculous to think. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. The the first EP, it took me so long to actually get in record. As we said, I started, or my first ever live performance was when I was 11 years old Mm. at the Hood Milk Bar at the Junction. Beautiful Newcastle. Yes. And, um, yeah, and then I started, you know, really seriously getting into it from 12 years of age. And then I actually never wanted to be a muso. I was like, oh, I'd go to uni. And I, I, I was very academic. And yeah. then something switched. Something just clicked into place. And then I, I knew that this was going to be the thing that I wanted to do most. And uh, I waited because, as we said earlier, I just keep tracking back to finding my sound and finding where I, I felt that I fit. 
uh, being genre fluid <laughs> <laughs> openly. Yes. And um, I, I think once I found that sound and I had a couple of songs under my belt already, I knew that it was ready to get into the studio. Mm. And this September EP that I released, oh my God, a year ago. Yes. Over a year ago now. But um, now that I've um, looked back on that and I recorded that in December of 2020, in January of 2021, I had a surgery that we've previously yeah. talked about on the good stuff. And it was just amazing to see the development from then to when I released it in 2021 and had the ability to go out and actually play the songs. It was just so wonderful and it's still great to look back and how my music's grown even from that EP to now yeah. and, and future releases. Yeah, uh, I do have to ask, are you still in love with that EP? Because I've heard from so many singer-songwriters that, you know, once you put it out, you're kind of trying to leave it yeah. behind. <laughs> how are you feeling? Like, are you still really proud of what you've released? Absolutely. I'm proud as a first release I'm really glad with what I came up with um, the amazing Gareth Hudson from yeah. Hazy Cosmic Jive Studio uh, a lot of people have gone to him and they're not wrong in doing it he's absolutely amazing um, looking at that I mean there is some songs that I don't play off there anymore because I've grown as an artist but that's just the evolution of music yeah. you know um, but you know, thinking about it, I, I definitely am, am not ashamed of it. I think the only one lesson that I've learned from that is recording it, you know, so long um, before its actual release that copped a bit of slack in my mind because yeah. I knew that after my surgery I could have sung it in such a different oh. way. But it's it's great to have that from before the surgery and then have my new releases which are a little bit different and, and show that evolution as yeah. well so there's nothing that I would have changed definitely. yeah it's a bit of documentation totally. uh, for you to be able to reflect on so when Steve and I caught up with you earlier this year on the good stuff the biggest item on your bucket list was to tour yeah. can you tell us about any further plans or uh, I would absolutely love to um, <laughs> I mean it's so hard getting it all together I yeah. mean I'm independent I don't have a manager so I'm, I'm really lucky to have such great parents that have stood by me since I started out so young and they've given me a lot of life skills to, to go out and, and chase these dreams and bucket list mm. items of mine. Um, but I, I mean, I would love that more than anything and I'm going to keep working towards it. I'm going to keep reaching out and, and I definitely think that you guys will be the first to know about any, any proper plans, <laughs> definitely. But uh, I mean, uh, earlier in the year, I did somewhat of a tour for Read Between the Lines and its release and I did a full band show uh, here in Newcastle and that was absolutely insane. It was on my dad's birthday. He always gets Aww. the best gigs on his birthday. <laughs> so cute. Oh, yeah, he's so lucky. <laughs> but um, And then I went up to Tamworth. And then I, I did a band show up there for the first time for Tamworth Country Music Festival. Yeah. I did a lot of opening spots for people like Russell Morris, Robin Ford, Mia Dyson. Oh. Really lucky, uh, super fortunate to have those opportunities. And yeah, even through that, I mean, it wasn't much of a full band tour and actually going around city to city like as full on as another artist, but it still gave me an inkling of what it would be like. And I'm, I'm ready to go now that I've had a little taste. I just want it more and more. Yes. Totally. Well, there is a really exciting event coming up very Absolutely. shortly uh, and it's happening on your birthday. Very exciting. I'm turning 18 yes. uh, this Saturday, the 10th of September, and it's going to be so exciting that I'm going to be holding, holding my own uh, music festival called Bout Time Fest at the Wickham Park Hotel. And it's very exciting because I've got you coming to MC. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah. I cannot wait. The lineup is absolutely incredible. We've Took got a lot of brain power. <laughs> <laughs> you have to... Um, We've got 
the appointments, yeah. Cooks and Bakers, Kingsley James. Kingsley James, Georgie Winchester Georgie. and Abby Yo. So I've got – I'm really excited to have an array of, of male and female artists mm. and I really wanted to you know, expand that and be genre fluid in this music <laughs> thing. This is my new favourite term now. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got a bit of reggae, a bit of rock, a bit yes. of new classic, pop um, – and punk, everything in between. It's so, so, so cool. Very exciting. And uh, speaking of Piper Butcher, though, <laughs> it won't just be Piper Butcher. It will be Piper Butcher and The Warning. Yes. Tell us about The Warning. So oh, it took me so long to find a band name. And, you know, I'm definitely in between players. I have a, a lot of people that I absolutely love playing with, but they're so wanted in the industry. <laughs> so I'm yeah. so jealous I can't lock some people down. But The Warning is, um, is my band. So uh, people come in and out. And uh, it can be easily interchangeable. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it took me so long to come up with a band name. I was actually going down to the Kayama Songwriting Retreat uh, earlier this year at the end of April. And we were driving. It was such a long drive. And the only thing that was keeping us awake was trying to think of different band names. <laughs> we came so up with um, backseat drivers and yep. stupid things like that. Like, we're thinking <laughs> the passengers. What else could be cool? Yeah. Um, we were thinking like something like the Eagles, I was going to be Pipe Butcher and the Hawks or something Ooh. terrible like that. <laughs> <laughs> we came with with this and I think it, it'll sort of grab some people's attention because so many yeah. people have already asked, oh my God, what is the warning? I, I'm intimidated by this. And I'm like, well, get ready to listen. It's just <laughs> so perfect because your music is so powerful. Thank so you. I feel like, you know, there needs to be a bit of a warning. Absolutely. It's like you're about to get rocked. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get in your face <laughs> <laughs> in the nicest way possible. Yeah, of course. With love. Yeah, with love. Now, we're about to play one of your songs, and I did ask you to choose which of your originals that you yeah, would like yeah. to play. Uh, which one have you chosen for us? It's Soul in the Sand. It's the fifth track off of the September EP that we were talking about. Uh, I'm very excited to play this. It hasn't had as much radio play as the other ones, so if you're listening and you love it, just get into it. Why not? And it's a bit raunchy. It's a bit raunchy. <laughs> a lot of people think it's a bit raunchy, and I actually wrote this uh, about my friends, so I was not in that sort of headspace <laughs> writing it, but... I mean, people interpret it as they please, and I absolutely love that people love this song. So this is Soul in the Sand. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time, Piper. It's been an absolute honour to have you as our very first guest on the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. And uh, can't wait to see you play this Saturday night at the Bout Time Festival. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for having me. It's the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. Welcome back to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. So earlier this year, Chloe Gill released a live version of her song, Die Alone. And I believe that Chloe has one of the best voices that has ever passed through Newcastle, which is a pretty big statement, but I believe it wholeheartedly. Uh, The way that she is able to create melodies and also sing melodies is mind-blowing. So we're going to have a listen to the live version and acoustic version that she did in studio for us earlier this year. Here is Chloe Gill live in the Newcastle Live Studios on the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. My name is Chloe Gill and this is Die Alone. I saw the watchman fall to his hands and knees 
my silhouette on a cold and hazy night did he have to die i'm unwilling to explain so singing for as long as she can remember and last year took out the coveted top spot in the inaugural Steel City 50 here on Newcastle Live. It is an absolute pleasure to welcome one of our top songwriters here in Newcastle to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. Welcome, Abby Yo. Hello, thank you for having me. 
Thanks for joining me today. So you've been singing since before you were even able to put sentences together, right? Yeah. Yeah. When did you first start writing music and can you remember your first gig? I started writing, or I, I mean, I started writing good music around the age of 16, <laughs> but I wrote my first song when I was 11. Yeah. Um, or I finished it when I was 11. Um, my first gig actually came, I finished my HSC exams on the 30th of October, 2020. And uh, my first gig was the 31st of October, wow. 2020. So oh my gosh. I like went straight into working in the music industry, which was very lucky. I was really fortunate yeah. for that. I kind of got my opportunities handed to me. But yeah. It was really cool. Can you tell us a little bit more about that first song <laughs> that you wrote or is yeah. it in the deep archives? No, yeah, it's, um, I mean, the first ever song I probably wrote was probably about like going to the beach, making a sandcastle, I don't know. I vaguely remember talking about sand and it's really yeah. embarrassing. That's never coming <laughs> out. Um, don't ask for that ever. <laughs> but the first proper song was my grandpa's song. So that, yeah, that's obviously very special. Yeah, well, um, you seem to be really connected with your family. Can you tell us a little bit more about the inspiration that comes from them? Yeah, um, my grandpa was a sound man. He actually, like, he did the sound for the 2000 Olympics. So wow. he's he's big deal sound dude. He's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, I just, yeah, I had the most musical family. Um, I'm one of 15 grandkids on my mum's side. Wow. Yeah, lots. Whoa. And all of them, there's only three boys out of that. Oh. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Two of them are my brothers as well, and one's from a different family. It's crazy. But yeah, we, we all can like do something musical. I think there's only about four people that aren't quite musically inclined. Um, but they still, you know, listen to music, so it's still included. But, yeah, we were always just a really musical family. Yeah, I got really lucky. We had the best grandparents. I don't know. I'm just really fortunate. I feel very blessed. And they're all very supportive of my music. They all share my stuff on Facebook. It's really funny. When my, like, my cousin just came up from Tassie and she was she came to my gigs and she was singing the lyrics to my Aww. song. I was like, that's so weird. I was like, that's it's adorable. Weird. It's nice, but I was like, that's weird that you know my music. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's excellent. Um, can you tell us about some of your favorite musos that you listened to growing up, and uh, in particular the ones that helped shape your sound? Yeah. Um. So I was raised on sixties to eighties rock. I right. have like a music. Um, and I have my the Eagles are my favorite band. Yeah. Um, and I like I saw Bon Jovi. That was my first ever concert, which bit, wow, bit of a good one to start yeah. out with, I guess. But um, yeah, I, I love the likes of Joni Mitchell and Matt Corby's probably one of my favorite um, artists. Uh, I love Paramore, Paramore tattoo, I have yeah. a Spacey Jane tattoo. <laughs> yeah, all all that stuff. The Beatles. Mm. Yeah, very yeah. much um, shaped who I am. I I feel like. I like, I got compared to the Strokes the other day, which I wasn't complaining about. I was like, that's pretty, that's a pretty good comparison. I like that. Yeah. Well, now that you say the Eagles, um, that really connects with your music in particular, because uh, the way that you write, it's such a slow but powerful build, like within your songs. And, uh, you know, the Eagles are very famous for being able to do that. Thank you. (laughs) That's okay. That's all I that's all I wanted. That's cool. <laughs> so your song Wildfire was voted as the top song of 2021 in the inaugural Steel City 50 here on Newcastle Live. How did it feel having your work validated so highly? And what was it like releasing a new song, which is called Deserter, this year? Were you nervous to follow it up? Yeah, I was like, 
it was so weird that I won. I just I couldn't believe that happened. I, yeah, it took me a few weeks to let that sink in. I was like, that's so not how I thought that was going to go down. <laughs> but yeah, and I went into the studio to start Deserta and I was like, right, well, how do I top that? Yeah. But I was like, I'm just going to feel it out. And I, I really love the song Deserta. It's really fun. Um, we worked so hard on it. I think we spent maybe four months or something close wow. to that. Yeah. Really long time. Um, but I didn't like make that song with the intention to win still like I No, no, of course yeah. not. No. I'm not gonna I don't want to win again. I want other people to feel what I felt. It was really cool to yeah. have that validation and that people do enjoy your music as much as you enjoy making it and putting it out. So but you know, a, you know, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not saying don't vote for me, but <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, it's really validating. It's really nice. Yeah, can you tell us about the inspiration uh, behind Deserter? Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I, it's about this guy that was like in the air force that I was sort of dating, but like not officially. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> he was being deported, and I was very scared of getting my heart broken, so I left first. So in the end it says, like, the deserter is me because I was scared of him deserting me and then I deserted him. And then, yeah, the music video is, like, reflecting on all the times that I've been – I felt deserted in my life. It's very dramatic. Oh, my gosh. That's deep. Thank you. That's really deep. Um, I love that concept. It's It's amazing. It's double entendre. Yeah. It's really fun. (laughs) I like to call it my Kath and Kim song. (laughs) Why? Because, like, you know how she's like, the Joker is me. Yes. It's me. That's (laughs) That's so good. I was like, I wrote it and I was like, oh, that sounds like that (laughs) song. I was like, I'm going to roll with it. It's my Kath and Kim song. Well, when they do a reboot, I mean, you're going to have to put Deserter up (laughs) for the theme song i'm like excuse me hey we have a fresh hit for you that's so like, cool now, now i really want them to do a reboot and i yes. want to pitch that idea you have to Thank i mean we'll, we'll back you 100 <laughs> percent. thanks so much are you able to let us in on any new releases any plans in the works or? yeah i haven't actually been in the studio for a while sorry matt um <laughs> i record with matt mclaren if anyone wants to record music yeah he's so talented uh but yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't really been in the studio as of late. I'm kind of just enjoying gigs at the moment and making sure that I, um, I'm, I'm really enjoying what I play. And yeah. I, you know, I want my next release to be a song that I really love to sing. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I am working towards an album. So, whoa, that's awesome. It's that's big. great. It's a lot. Wow. Um, a lot of effort. It'll probably be next year though. Because I, you know, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. So and so is Matt. So we suck <laughs> together because we just, yeah, we'll work on something until it's good. But yeah, yeah, wow, um, it's what I'm working for. Taking on an album. I mean, we don't really see even our, you know, really big artists that are international. Uh, not many people really take on albums these days. Yeah. So uh, why is this the goal for you and uh, why is it so important for you to have an album rather than releasing singles or an EP? I've written like well over 60 songs. Oh my goodness. Like since writing. So (laughs) I just have so many that I want to get out and I'm like, I can't just keep releasing EPs. I was like, I'm just going to have to make an album. And um, I like it. You know, I'm, I'm a very big reader as well. So I wanted my my music career to be like a book of my life in a way it's really yep. I'm a very dramatic person if you couldn't <laughs> tell 
But yeah, I know. I, I like the idea of having um, this big chapters kind of thing in an album form. And wow. yeah, I just have so much music that I want to release. And I just, yeah, I'll, I'd be releasing like 10 EPs if I, yeah. So I'm just <laughs> like, like I'm just going to do an album and it's easier that way, I guess. It's not oh easy, it's goodness. really hard, but yeah, yeah, I'm... Pretty keen for that to come out whenever it does. Wow, what a huge project. Um, we're really keen for that. That's going to be amazing. So you're on the lineup for Lazotte's Live and Local this week, along with the incredible Aaron White and Chloe Parker. What are you most excited about for this gig in particular? I'm actually really excited to play mostly originals with my band. Yeah. It doesn't happen a lot because, you know, we will do gigs that you need to kind of do covers for, mm. which I love covers and they're fun, but it's so... We had a rehearsal last night and it's just so rewarding to hear people like actually enjoy playing your own songs as well. Yeah. So um, we're doing some songs that I haven't released yet and yeah, I'm also really excited because like my family and friends are coming and it's it's always fun when they, they do actually um, get to come out and see and it, I've never played at Lazotte's so I'm Oh, really? It's a very famous venue, I guess, so I'm really excited to actually get on the stage and I've heard it's a very rewarding experience. Yeah, I can't believe you haven't played there yet. I mean, (laughs) you've been gigging up a storm lately. Uh, I'm so excited. It's going to be great to, you know, tick that one off the list. Yeah, Yeah, well, thank you so much for coming in today and having a chat and best of luck at Lizotte's Live and Local this week and we cannot wait for your album. That's so exciting. Thank you so much for having me. You're listening to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show with Bonnie. So last week on The Good Stuff, we were so lucky because we were able to have the appointments as our feature artist. And uh, basically with our feature artist each week on The Good Stuff, we get to play an original song of theirs and we also hear an inspiration track from them. And they also give us a little intro before each song. But earlier this year, we were able to catch up with them right before they released Go There and they played it for us in studio. And the main reason that I wanted to play this today was not only because I think it's a great track, but they have also just released a fantastic music video that goes with it. So make sure that you go and check that out at the appointments uh, Instagram or Facebook. But let's have a listen to the live version that they did in studio. This is the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show on Newcastle Live. Good evening, this is Reese from The Appointments and this is a live version of our single called Go There. Go there If 
something so essential Looking for life supply Lady, knew the moment that we met at midnight There was everything before this and this tonight Taking me to higher heights here in Newcastle and is also a great singer-songwriter. Chloe Parker will also be performing for the first time with a band this Wednesday night at Lazotte's Live and Local. So it's an absolute pleasure to welcome to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show, Aaron White and Chloe Parker. Thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks so thanks much for, for having, having us. us. That's okay. So, as I just mentioned, you know, Aaron, you're a very hardworking musician, but Chloe, you also are gigging up a storm at the moment. Can you tell us about the projects that you have been involved in and are currently working on? Um, so, for me, for myself, um, I've done the solo stuff for a long time, since I was about 15 years old. So, I kind of just jumped out starting busking and gigging, and that's just slowly developed over the years. Obviously, with the COVID lockdowns, it kind of put a halt in things. Yeah. But um, it was really interesting. Um, I think uh, with the COVID lockdowns, about half of the venues that I had prior to COVID ended up shutting down. So they weren't there when I jumped back up into the thing, into the scene. But when um, the lockdowns were all over, there was another huge range of venues that didn't exist before COVID yeah. that started adding music. So, yeah, um, I would say now since COVID's kind of settled down, I'm solo gigging more than ever, like, and me and Aaron have our duo, Honey Duo, yes. which is what we've been doing a lot 
as well. So it's been a nice balance of solo gigs and honeydew gigs. And yeah, as you mentioned with Lizotte, so this is going to be my first full band um, performance, which is really, really great. Um, yeah, we've got a great group of lovely individuals that will be um, joining us up on stage, Alex Brolo and Chris Turner and obviously Aaron as well. And yeah, they're really bringing my originals to life, which is such so good to see. That's fantastic. And how about yourself, Aaron? Um, well, yeah, let's sort of since the COVID thing, the solo covers thing sort of taken off. Um, yeah, so really busy with the cover stuff, either solo or in the duo or with the Hummingbirds Collective. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got in the last year or so, I've done a couple of tunes on bass with Jesse Morrison that have come out that have been really cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just sort of getting the oh yes, Pat. <laughs> thanks, <Paul. laughs> We had a really awesome EP launch with Paris earlier in the year, which Paris Grace, which was really fun. Yeah, that night uh, looked incredible. That was at Forty Eight Watt Street. Yes, yeah. yes, that was so much fun. Um, that EP of hers is amazing. Oh, I've been I've been so keen for On Hold to be recorded for so long. In the last four years or so that I've been playing with it, that one I've been super most keen for the whole time yeah um yeah and just sort of getting the passengers back together get uh sort of getting the ball rolling again Mm. with the originals band uh we've got a new lineup which as chloe mentioned before we've got alex and chris and chloe jumping up so i'm I'm on musicians right there Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount, the amount of bands in the local scene between the four of us. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's been really good to actually play my originals mm. on bass. Um, it's been cool to like really let loose with performance in that way, and it's cool to see like the different approaches that Chris and Alex and Chloe bring to the songs, mm. and the new the new life that gets put into some of those songs through that. Um, so yeah, we played the Cambo last week uh with slapjack slapjack and the real coats which was heaps fun it was a great night yeah um yeah and then we've got results coming up this week yeah fantastic we've got, yeah we've got new music in the works yeah in the process of being recorded <laughs> yeah right so when it comes to writing original music uh who are your main influences and how do you feel that your sound has developed from when you first began to now um, for myself, my early influences were definitely like Lana Del Rey, Halsey, nice. Taylor Swift. Um, Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Wow. Um, but yeah, as I've kind of grown, I guess a bit has changed. Like, I definitely keep that Taylor Swift and Lana um, overshadow of a lot of my writing because I guess I'm very much that singer-songwriter style that I just trying to get all the emotions down on the paper. But as well as that, like, um, I've been influenced by Lizzie McAlpine and Sabrina Carpenter and artists like that that yeah. have really, um, that have emerged that I've been like, oh, my God, I connect so much. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get in very, like, short bursts of being obsessed with certain artists yeah <laughs> so this definitely becomes a melting pot of all sorts of influences because there's always the country always sort of seeps into there but um a lot of the rock and pop stuff comes in there too because like stuff like that time again is very influenced by like american artists mm. like jason Isbell 
and people like that. Whereas like weightless, I was really into city and color um, and all that stuff that Dallas is doing. And even though it very much doesn't sound like it, I was very into Arctic Monkeys when Overdose was written. <laughs> Probably why there are so many words in that song. But um, yep, yep. yeah, it's very much a melting pot between all sorts of different genres and artists and yeah, the country always sort of seeps in there, Yeah, which the, is fun. the country music scene here in Australia, and in particular here in New South Wales, it is really going off and it's one of our, you know, it's one of the scenes that is just rapidly building. Um, would you would you say that you'd like to be more a part of that scene? Well, I don't really know where exactly I fit yeah. in the scene because um, it is try- like because I am this sort of specific mix of the country and rock stuff um i don't know where i fit in each scene but it is really fun playing with a lot of people who are more interested in the country style for sure yeah because all my stuff sort of leans towards that Mm. and we had a really good tamworth festival this Mm. year which was good we had a couple of gigs together for that yeah and we're meant to be um boosting it up even further in 2023 for the festival so yeah yeah, that was a lot of fun this year so we definitely want to do that again and play even more venues because it is really great to see like how much there is for appreciation in the country music scene yeah and how it's like yeah that it is so far rather than far from you know the people that you're playing in pubs that just want to hear the same covers they've heard 50 million times yeah. <laughs> when you're when you're in tamworth or you're at you know country venues like we played musclebrook um a couple of weeks ago and they were just they were just wanting to hear the country stuff or the original stuff they just anything that yeah. that brought out a bit of emotion and heart they were that like even if they didn't recognize it they wanted to hear it it was great like yeah they're the, so much more appreciative yeah music yeah out, so out it is it is like as you said it's a weird part to be when you're not exactly 100 percent country but it is great when you are yeah, performing for in those a scene audiences. that is very indie rock yeah and, <laughs> and pop and all that sort of stuff but like you said it's great to see how much like the new south wales country scene has taken off like we know three people who are in star maker this year yeah <laughs> seem to be going really well for all of them like Katie, Max, and Jake are doing really great things oh, at the moment. It's just yeah. awesome. But, yeah, I think one of the best things about the Newcastle music scene in particular is that when we all go out to see our favourite musicians, you know, we're there to see them. We're not there to go and see, you know, a rock show or a jazz show or anything like that. We're going to see whatever these local creatives are putting together for us. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. Now, I'd love to ask, so you're obviously a couple – and yeah. uh, you play together in the Honey Duo. So what's it like getting to share the music with each other and, you know, go on that journey together? Um, so much fun. Oh, it's the best. I know a lot of people, like, sometimes people have, like, come um, and spoken about it and it's like, oh, you like, you live together, you work together, you gig together. Like, isn't it too much? <laughs> it's, it's honestly, no, it's the opposite of that. Like, um, it's so great to be able to share like such 
not only common interests but like the common common love for music and that's like mm. that's how we became such good friends before we were a couple like the fact that musically we're kind of on the same page and how we feel about it and like working together like my favorite gigs are honey duo gigs yeah. my favorite gigs are honey duo gigs because it's like it's so great to work off each other because it's like there's never going to be like that you know competitiveness because technically we're just trying to like boost each other up so there's yeah. no yeah. there's no competitiveness and there's just yeah just a common love for music and what we're doing you bring such a fun energy to it and we can just be silly yeah it's it's great because <laughs> it's like if i stuff up at a solo gig i'm gonna like i'm gonna crap myself like i'm gonna <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna absolutely be so terrified what yeah. i've done and like who listened and all that kind of thing but it's like i stuff up a joy gig i just gotta look across and he'll be laughing at me and then we move on and then we're <laughs> laughing so even if the audience didn't notice it they're laughing too so yeah. it's fine it's great. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Look, I have one final question for you. Kind of, it's a bit of a two-parter. So when will we next hear some new releases from you both? And also, what are you most excited for in your set at uh, the Lizotte's Live and Local for this Wednesday night? Um. So when we'll... going to be very fun. Yeah. Liz- Lizotte's is going to be so good. I am so keen to do a band set. It's been in the works for ages. Like, I've had particular lineups getting together but then it doesn't work and all that kind of thing but then we've just realized like sharing sharing bands as a couple like chris and alex play for both of us and i sing bvs and play guitar and aaron's yeah in aaron's original band and he plays bass in mine so it ends up just working really well so when we're rehearsing we can just rehearse both so yeah i'm just so keen for it to be a band lineup because i'm i'm really keen for the original my originals to kind of be given to their full potential yeah. like because there's only so much you can do when you're just a singer and a guitar definitely yeah. so yes and we showcased one of your songs at the cambridge on sunday which was really which, fun and it went really really well it was so. cool to see people like to see it like test run it before lazots and yeah. see how the audience connected with it yeah, and it was really, really yeah. good. And, um, yeah, I think that's the main thing I'm yeah. excited for, for Lizards. What we yeah, because yeah. we've, um, we've got songs in the works. I've got – we went and recorded with um, Gareth Hudson at Hazy Cosmic Giant. Oh, beautiful. Got, like scratch tracks and drums done for three of my songs and one of Chloe's. Yeah. And, and then I we're going to work on all the guitars and bass and stuff with Alex. And then go back to And Gareth then go back to Gareth for vocals. Um, um so yeah it's do a, it that way so hopefully we can get that sorted soon yeah but, i would um, say at the moment not sure when yeah Can't i would put say a time to it yet i would say end of this year early next year probably early next year considering but um yeah. hopefully sometime around then beautiful well yeah. there will be plenty of gigs before those uh tunes are released i'd love to say thank you so much for joining me on the newcastle live and local music show and best of luck for this wednesday night at lazotte so i believe doors are at six and chloe you are kicking off the night uh would that be yeah. at seven thirty? yes seven thirty. that's me yeah, and we've got abby yo she's with her band uh second set yeah so close seven thirty. i think abby's on uh, quarter past eight yeah. or something <laughs> yeah and then passengers are on about quarter past nine till ten or something like that i think yeah, yeah. so it should be a really good night so it'll be a good night yeah. yeah awesome thank you so much for having us that's okay thank you
I am honestly shocked to say it that uh, we have made it through the inaugural Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. I want to say thank you so much for joining me this evening. It has been so much fun. I have been so excited to get this show on the road and uh, I just can't wait to continue to play local music and get to feature some of my favourite local artists. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram by heading to live and local underscore Lazots. And uh, you can, you know, let me know what songs you want to hear in coming weeks. Uh, You can let me know your favourite songs. You can let me know your favourite artists. Anything. Honestly, as long as it's about local music, I'm ready. So thanks again for joining me and I really hope that you tune in from 6pm next Monday night. The Newcastle Live and Local Music Show on Monday nights from 6pm also includes a whole heap of local music. Make sure that if you're a fan of local music, you tune in to hear the whole show. My name's Bonnie and I'll see you next week for the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. Newcastle has always been a hotbed of musical talent and now Newcastle Live presents a brand new show to shine the spotlight on our stars. 100% local music curated to play the very best from now and across the decades. Exclusive live performances, interviews, the freshest local music news and all the hottest gigs. Join me, Bonnie, every Monday night from 6 as we bring you the latest and greatest from our amazing local music scene. The Newcastle Live and Local Music Show, every Monday night from 6pm, only on Newcastle Live Radio.